everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Rachel Unpack Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Medina. Don't forget to follow me across all social media platforms at Rachel Medina 101. You can also visit my website at rachelmedina.com if you want access to some of the resources that I describe in this show, including access to the SheEO community, spelled S H E E O O O O. Oh, oh my God, let's get it. All right, let's get into it. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the power of I. Oftentimes you hear there's no I in team, you know, and especially in business, it's there's no I in team. But I recently heard a pastor having a um, conversation with a married couple. Actually, I think he was marrying them. He was like actually officiating over their wedding. And he was talking about the position of I or the power of I. And it really stood out to me, obviously, in the in the relationship side, which I can talk about um, on the other podcast that I co-host with my friend Delia Monarch um, over at the YDFL podcast. So if you like to listen to awkward TMI girl talk about relationships, divorce, marriage, all that fun stuff, you want to head on over to the YDFL podcast. Okay, so the power of I. It was a beautiful thing this pastor was talking about, and he was saying the the simplest thing. He was saying that when he was writing out what he was going to say for this for this couple's wedding, that he accidentally went when he went to write the word united, he put the I in a different place, and when he realized it, it spelt the word untied. And the lesson that he got out of it, which was like an absolute blessing and, and just so powerful, was that the I is so, so powerful and influential that just simply moving it over a bit can either unite or untie. And I thought, ooh, that is so profound for women to hear in business. And I'm going to tell you why. Oftentimes when you're building a business, even if you're doing it by yourself at first, because I think that we all kind of start on our own a little bit, but I don't believe that anyone is self-made. It just takes way too many hands. It takes a village to raise a child, as they say. It takes a whole village and a half to build a business. And um, it could be you know relationships that you're building in the market, networking. It could be friends that help you out. It could be a former coworker that comes on board and says, hey, I'll do some admin work for you. It might be an individual who is a freelance artist that's really just putting together some really wonderful designs for you. It might even be the banker at your local bank that says, hey, you know, maybe you should apply for this credit card and I could probably help make it happen for you. Whatever it may be, self-made is not it, ladies. Um, There is a village of people that God is putting in your path in order to see this through to fruition. And so it's easy, though, to get blinded by the fact that you did this and you did that, or I did this and I did that. Let's face it, we all want to feel validated to some degree. We all want to be recognized, you know, and get those golden stars. I mean, we were raised in school, right, to to do good on our work or on our paper, our drawings since we're little, to get that golden star. And so we're conditioned to 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 say, look at me. And um, even, you know, you could sit there, I don't want to get super political about this, but when you talk about, you know, sports and kids getting into sports and those trophies, and not only that, the kids now getting participation awards, which a lot of people are against, right? 
And so it's all about feeding the ego in a sense. Um, since we were really, really young, we were conditioned to. There's even like a whole narrative for women that's like, you know, fall in love with yourself and, you know, you can't love anyone unless you love yourself and you got to be confident and you, you got to, you know, again, just loving yourself. And I'm for those things, but there's a fine line between that and just being arrogant or blinded to the fact that, that no, honey, you didn't do this absolutely positively by yourself. And when you're building your business, there has to be a level of gratitude. And I've talked about this in past episodes about having an attitude of gratitude. You got to have it every step of the way, um, especially if you if you feel that furry little ego monster growing within you. That's like I I I me me me. Um, you got to look around and go. No, I'm grateful for you know the the artist. I'm grateful for the client. I'm grateful for the banker. You know, I'm grateful for the the man, you know, at the gas station that says hello every morning. Whatever it may be, you got to find the things that make you absolutely grateful to control that furry, hairy, ugly, maybe she's cute of a beast, I don't know, of <laughs> an alter ego that you have inside of you that makes you believe that it's all you. And remember, you know, if you're a woman of faith, then it's it's not you at all. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not unfortunately, it's just what it is. I mean, you set the intention and God delivers. I always say, do all that you can and then watch in faith as God does all that you can't. And it's one of my favorite things to remind myself of. And so in this episode, I wanted to talk about the power of I because it's important to obviously recognize that you're a badass. And one way to do that is to document every step of your wins and your failures. Now, nothing's a failure. Everything's a lesson, right? But I started recently documenting um, with the launch of the CEO platform and everything. I decided to not just document in video, but I have like an actual Excel document on my Google Drive. It's actually on the Teams Google Drive where I list every little thing that I solved and things that we overcame. So it might even be a simple technical issue. It might be a section in the community that we built out successfully. It might be whatever it may be. I start to do all these things and then I highlight the milestones and I print them out. I create like, this is going to sound like so much extra work, but I started creating graphics around all the things that were completed within the community. And they're in this flip book, so to speak. It's like a notebook, a binder, whatever, with clear sheets. And so whenever I'm feeling like, oh my God, I've been working at this for nine months straight, seven days a week, why does it feel like I'm not making progress? Um, I turn to that amazingly like a 98 cent folder I got from Walmart with clear sheets and sheets in there, you know, papers in there with printouts um, and graphics that show all the entire journey. And I look back and I go, oh my God, this is so amazing. So there's ways to validate yourself is what I'm saying, if you're listening, um, is what I'm, I'm telling you all that to tell you this. You can validate yourself and you can do little things like that to feel great about what you're doing and your accomplishments and, and to acknowledge and give yourself credit and go, wow, gosh, I did such a good job. Good job, Rachel. <laughs> Just being able to focus, um, you know, for an hour or a couple hours at a time is a big deal, right? And so um, you can find ways, little ways and big ways to validate yourself. But in with this particular conversation, what happens is, is that 
when you're building a team or you're trying to build an alliance with people and a network of people that are going to essentially help you build your business, because let's face it, even if you're a solopreneur, there's a whole village of people in the background that are helping you along, whether it's with encouragement, like I described earlier, or it's actual resources or whatever it may be that there's a whole village of people that are helping you. There's people that maybe YouTube videos you're watching or whatever, but pretty soon you can go to the CEO community and you'll be able to get the resources directly vetted by us as legit. But what I'm getting at is if you start to have a mentality of I, 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 especially when you're building a team, you're going to, you're going to, it's going to be very off-putting. It's not motivating. It's not inspiring. And with this story of this pastor who was writing down essentially what he was going to say at the wedding when he was officiating the wedding, he realized that he accidentally put the I in a different position. So instead of saying the word united or unite, it's spelt the word untied or un, I think it was, he was trying to do united and instead it's spelled untied. And when I heard that, I thought to myself, oh my God, this is so powerful. This is so powerful. I mean, it's like a God thing, I felt. I think he agreed. He was kind of telling the story about how wonderfully it, it turned out that, that that little typo turned out to be such a big, profound part of the message and in, in the relationship. And of course, if, again, if you want to listen to TMI relationship content, you can head over to YDFL. Um, but what I'm getting at is even in business and when you're building a business with, you know, whoever, it could be a former coworker, friend, neighbor, family member, whatever it may be, you got to remember that if you let that I slip out of position, it has the power to undo, untie all that you are trying to build. Let me say that again. If you let your ego, which is essentially I, okay, get so big and inflated and out of proportion, it can slip out of its position, its uniting position, and over into something that actually unties or undoes everything that you are trying to build, okay? And so be very, very mindful, especially even if, you are the one who built the company at first and now you have people coming on board and maybe they're not as high level. Maybe you're having to teach them everything. It's okay. You still brought them on for a reason. The reason is you need their assistance. You value what they can potentially bring to the table or how they can help you build the table. You value them on some level. So just because you know more, it's just because you had a running head start. Um, and so you got to be very, very mindful of the I. If someone is helping you build your business, I would have, I strongly recommend that you do like weekly meetings or at least a monthly recap meeting of the previous month where they can share all that they've accomplished for the brand or the business because it's going to be great for them to hear it. It's a little bit of an accountability tool for them as well that they're going to be aware that they have to do this. So it's going to make them very mindful of accomplishing tasks throughout the month. But what, what will also happen is that you get to listen to the value that they're bringing to the table and you get reminded of the value that they bring and how you actually need to appreciate them and sit into a attitude of gratitude that they are willing to help you build the table. 
because let's face it, some of you, when you're starting a business, you're not in a position to financially reward people for what they're truly worth. You're you're just trying to get away with, you know, any little thing that you can pay them for now until the company makes money and then you can feather them into your profit sharing or whatever it might be. And so in that process, even if you're making millions of dollars and you're paying them hundreds of thousands or however much money that you might be paying them, always, always, always do those gut checks and those reality checks of what they're bringing to the table and reminding yourself that a table has four legs and that you might be the tabletop, but that tabletop is just a slab on the floor if you don't have strong legs. And the way those legs get strong is through your guidance and your encouragement and your appreciation of them. And of course, compensation and things like that. So the power of I, my goodness, if you, again, if you let that get out of control, you are going to untie everything that you've done. If you are a contributor of a company and you're, maybe you have a partnership, maybe you have a business partnership. If you're sitting there building a business partnership, you're, you're supposed to be 50-50. One of you is doing a lot of the groundwork, the foundational work. Why? Because maybe you're the one who comes with the most experience in that area. And then the other person makes a couple phone calls or just cut, does a couple moves that moves forward. But now they're feeling like, oh, it's because of them and blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you, that partnership is, is there's going to be resentment on, on the part of the person who is really doing the day-to-day grinding and building the foundation and doing all of that um, where the other person is doing one or two things and trying to get all the glory. And maybe they're even half-assing the one or two things that they're doing, hoping that you won't even point them out. Um, You know what I mean? And still riding the coattails of this magic carpet called glory and attention and fame or whatever it might be. And so you need to be very, very careful depending on what side of that fence you're on and very mindful of when that I creeps in and always ask yourself, in what position is am I using this word I, this letter I? When I say I, am I using it to solidify unity, to create unity? Does this statement with the word I and the way that I'm using unite or does it untie? That is the question that I want all of you guys to ask, you know, ask yourselves on this journey. And it's the same thing, by the way, in relationships. And I'm going to bring it up on the YDFL show because I found that very, I found it very beautiful and profound when the pastor was talking about it in relationships to this wedding he was officiating. So think about it also with your children. Think about it with your coworkers if you're working at a company. Thinking, think about it with your clients. Like, oh, they're they're lucky that I do all this for them. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. I am very, very grateful for each and every one of my paying customers, even the ones that are thinking about, they're not my customers yet, they're thinking about becoming my clients or customers because essentially those are the people that pay for all the things. (laughs) They pay for the lifestyle, they pay for the opportunities, um, they pay for the trips or whatever it may be, They're, they're the ones, right? And so I do have a saying, you know, that is there's no good reason to do business with bad people. And that is still true. But be mindful of the power of I always, always choose the humble position, always choose to unite and not to break apart and untie. 
that is my message for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget once again to follow along at Rachel Medina 101. In my bio, you will see a link to my website and also a link to an access to the CEO community. We would love to have you ladies. If you have an amazing story, success story or business story or whatever it may be regarding building a business um, from home specifically, please head on over to the CEO community, join the community, and eventually you will have access to tell us your story and we want to be able to share it. In the meantime, again, go to rachelmedina.com or go to at rachelmedina101. See you next time.